Welcome everybody to this episode of The Message with Angel. Folks, it is already February. It's been a month since the last episode on suicide came out. I want to thank everyone for the positive feedback on that episode. It is currently my most popular episode on iTunes, and I'm really happy to know that it's been so well received. Suicide is a very touchy subject, so to know I did a good job in giving hope is definitely a blessing. Anyways, I hope this month has been kind to everyone so far. Only one major snowstorm up here in New York, and I really hope that it stays that way. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't mind the cold. I mean, I have remote start in my car, and I have jackets warm enough to keep me comfortable. I'm just lazy when it comes to shoveling. <laughs> also, uh, the Super Bowl was actually, you know, just this past Sunday, and while I'm not much of a sports guy, no matter how hard I try, I must say, I really enjoyed the game between the Eagles and the Patriots. I love especially how the coach and quarterback gave praise to God while speaking after the game. It's amazing to see that people in the positions they're in don't forget that it was by the grace of God that they're at where they're at today. So that's so awesome. So anyways, let's segue a little bit more into the podcast. I was doing some metrics the other day and was amazed as to how many countries were actually tuning into the podcast. The countries that have tuned in, I mean, include anywhere between Japan, Iraq, the United Kingdom, Canada, you know, just to name a few. It's, it's amazing. And I was really stunned. So if you're tuning in from any of the countries listed, shouts out to you. And I'm generally curious as to how you found my podcast. So you are more than welcome to hit me up on the DM on Instagram uh, or even on SoundCloud. Uh, my Instagram, if you didn't know already, is Official Angel TV, And that's with no spaces in between. So anyways, let's get to the topic at hand. The topic for this episode is sleep paralysis. Now, sleep paralysis is something that isn't really commonly talked about. Even Christians don't like to talk about it. I mean, let's be frank. I remember speaking with a friend of mine when I came back to church about this and came coming back, meaning like there was like a hiatus where I really wasn't going. I was reading the Bible, but I wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, giving it a hundred percent of me. So anyways, when I came back, you know, I had met someone there and uh, we had a, you know, really good heart to heart that night and sleep paralysis came up and it was like a U2 moment. You know what I mean? Where like, wait a minute, I'm not the only one that goes through this, you know? Um, because for years, I didn't know anyone went through it but me, you know? So I guess it's something we're not really proud of talking about. And to be honest, I don't blame anyone who doesn't like talking about it because it's not really a nice experience. Uh, but it's something that I really do need to touch on. Okay, so if you didn't know, I'm sure you're asking, what the heck is sleep paralysis? All right, so let's first go to what science says. According to science, sleep paralysis is defined as, and I'm going verbatim, the transitional state between wakefulness and sleep, characterized by muscle atonia, which is oh, muscle weakness, and I think I pronounced that wrong, it's probably atonia, whatever. <laughs> it is often accompanied by terrifying and unusually powerful hallucinations, such as an intruder in the room, to which one is unable to react due to paralysis and physical experiences such as strong current running through the upper body. Now, I'm not saying that the definition given by science is false. Don't get me wrong. I do believe that there is a lot of truth behind it. I do think that the human body has such an incredibly complex body that God created with the ability to prevent us from acting out our dreams. That's why when we sleep, we're paralyzed. I mean, could you imagine you, you're having a dream that you're Superman and you're flying 
and then come to find out you acted out in real life and you jump off a window or something, that wouldn't be good at all. So it's good that our bodies have this safety measure built in. But sometimes even when we're lacking, you know, of sleep, this is when it could happen the most is what I've seen. Our bodies may still be asleep, but we end up waking up and it's a kind of scary experience. Um, I mean, many people will report being in, in a room where they're completely alone, they can't move, and there's this sensation of an evil presence in the room. There's a lot more to it than that though, because there have been times where I have had this happen to me and I know it's not because of lack of sleep or anything that you know science likes to uh, characterize as the reasons why this happens. But I've come to realize that a lot of times that this does happen to me is from the enemy actually trying to torment me in my sleep. Now, although I've had this happen to me several times actually, it wasn't exactly my experiences that inspired this episode. It's the fact that others have been having this experience and they don't know why. So many people out there are experiencing this horrible, helpless sensation at night and don't see a way out. It honestly wasn't until recently that I found out that this was something that was pretty common around people. Only thing is, is that people don't exactly enjoy speaking about being paralyzed and in fear at night, claiming that they see something in the room and they're hearing certain things. So around a year ago, I saw on my Facebook newsfeed a post by a girl talking about her latest experience with sleep paralysis. I won't quote her story word by word out of respect, but to paraphrase it, she said she saw a weird flashing light when sleep paralysis kicked in. She then saw her brother suffocating her with her blanket, but she couldn't get it off because it felt like something was holding her down. She barely slept that night and actually woke up with a bloody nose. You know your gut feeling tells you that this is not the brain hallucinating. Let's be real here. The worst part about the, the post itself were the comments. I saw some people saying that they purposely try to get into sleep paralysis because they think it's cool and that it promotes astral projection. Ugh, I mean, that's a topic for another day. But all these things that are honestly the occult. There were others <laughs> even suggesting that you go to a psychic for answers because, quote unquote, what do you have to lose? Not going to lie, it took a lot for me not to go off in that comment because psychics don't give you the answers. God does. If you remember what I talked about way back in episode 9, The Truth Behind Ghosts, I talk about how going to psychics can actually open up the door for evil spirits to enter your life. God's word is the truth, not some stupid premonition or card reading by a psychic. So for this guy to be so ignorant as to advise her to go to one really annoyed me because those episodes of sleep paralysis will only get worse. So I dedicate this episode to who I will only refer to by initials as KS, as well as to everyone out there that has had this experience happen to them and don't know the actual truth behind it as to why this happens and most importantly, how to prevent this from happening. So now that you've heard this girl's story, well, I guess now it's time you hear mine. So during my mid-teens, I was experiencing sleep paralysis a lot. I mean, it, it felt like something out of Nightmare on Elm Street where I was afraid to sleep at night, honestly. Um, it was something new to me at the time, and it was terrifying. I could sometimes even feel it coming to me before sleep. I'd feel a numbing sensation go over my body while trying to move, and would at times feel like something was, believe it or not, grabbing my ankles and dragging me at 100 miles per hour. It was scary because you could actually feel your stomach drop in the wind of, of yourself being pulled at that speed. I mean, the fear that you get was so bad that I honestly wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. 
And I'm, I don't really have enemies, but you get what I'm trying to say. I would not wish this on anyone. It would sometimes get so bad that every time I tried to go back to sleep that night, it would keep coming back five, six times in a row. It was horrible. I mean, there were nights that I was dreading sleep because I felt that it could happen again. And I noticed that sleeping on my back made it even worse. So I began researching it because my heart was telling me that there was no way that this was normal. I mean, this didn't happen to me years back. My gut told me that this was spiritual because there's absolutely no way that my brain was creating these hallucinations. I mean, it was way too strong. You could feel it. And the more I panicked, the more intense they got. I remember struggling to move and trying to roll out of bed so that I could wake up. It was awful. I then noticed that your toes and fingers don't really get paralyzed when I began moving them. My forearms would move and then my legs would move and then I'd you know, be conscious again. But they would only stop, I found out when I would claim the blood of Jesus. And that, my friends, is how I knew that demons were involved in this. So the next question you have is, well, you know, Angel, why did it happen? Why did it happen to you so much? Well, the fact that the demons were able to get so close as to bother me in my sleep, and as often as they did, means that I was doing something wrong. I was doing something that was distancing me from God's protection. In other words, I was in sin. And during my teens, I was sinning a lot, not proud of it, and it was sexual sin, that is. I mean, I was really dipping to pornography back then. I was seeing it, you know, at like every other night. Uh, I'm being transparent with you guys, you know what I mean? I know a lot of people are embarrassed to say things like this, and I really don't care. This is the past, after all. It gives a good testimony at the end of the day. But anyways, I was looking at pornography a lot, and I didn't see anything wrong with it. I, I felt like, you know what? Um, I wasn't hurting anybody, you know what I mean? I'm not sleeping with women, so hey, whatever. I was trying to rationalize it any way that I could. But as we all should know, sin is sin regardless of the transgression, regardless of how, how bad or how light it is. Sin is sin in God's eyes. And God and sin cannot coexist. So the more I was doing it, the further I got away from Jesus. And that's why demons were able to come and bother me as much as they did in my sleep. It was getting so bad. I was looking for a way out, and thank God that the way out was him. For a while, they stopped bothering me in my sleep, but sometimes they have no other way to bother me because they can't harm me in the real world. I'm too protected by God. Around two weeks ago, actually, I had one of the strongest attacks ever. I'm pretty sure I came face to face with the devil himself. I'm not exaggerating. Let me explain what happened. Uh, this this kind of happened in two parts. So first, I was dreaming, and it felt very real first off, right? To give some background, I live in the basement of my house, and I have my own bathroom, kitchen. There's a laundry room down there, too. So in the dream, or should I say nightmare, I was ready to go up the stairs when something told me to look behind me. And behind me in the laundry room was something I've never seen before. The laundry room wasn't a laundry room either in the dream, but it was this big white table and on it, sitting pretzel style, was this being covered in red and it had black markings on it. I remember it wearing like regular clothing. I'm not exactly sure what it was wearing, but that's as much as I could say. The closest thing I could describe it looking to, because I'm sure you're very curious as to what exactly I saw, the closest thing I could say was like Darth Maul from Star Wars um, Episode 1. So if you've never seen Star Wars or anything like that, it's this being, it's, it's all red. It has like black tattoos on its face. It has horns. It has this black robe on it. If you Google it, you know, you'll find it. Uh, but that's the closest thing it looked like. Although I will say that it didn't have horns on it or anything like that. 
it was leaning on its right hand, grabbing its chin, like kind of like it was thinking, and it was just staring at me, watching. It didn't blink, it didn't move, and I remember thinking, what the heck was that? For a second, I honestly thought it was a statue because it wasn't moving at all, but my gut feeling was telling me that it was the devil. Next thing I know, I wake up in sleep paralysis, and although I couldn't see anything, I felt a presence. It, it felt like it was within three to four feet of me and it like in super speed, it got right in my face and it was, it was like screaming, but not like, you know, ah, oh, screaming. It was like, um, I've heard people speaking tongues before, you know, I don't want to imitate what I, what I heard kind of thing, but it felt like it was mocking that and it was doing it in my face. Like it was so loud and my, my head was ringing. I remember, uh, I was trying to move my head, trying to get away from it. You know, for a good two to three seconds, I kind of panicked a little bit. Um, but I, my mind kind of got together and I, I kind of laughed for a second in, in its face, believe it or not, because I knew what I needed to do in order to get out of it. And that was call on Jesus. You know what I mean? That's exactly what I did. So I said, Jesus, Jesus. And by the second time, I kid you not, I woke up. <laughs> I, I, I remember, you know, just thanking God because... It wasn't a prayer or anything like that. All I did was claim his name. That's all I did. And it was so powerful that by the second time, I woke up like that. But what I wanted to know was, why did it happen, you know? Uh, recently, I've, I've been feeling a lot stronger with my faith, you know what I mean? Uh, in terms of just uh, fighting temptation, standing strong not feeding into negativity and things like that. And I felt like I was in a really good spot. So I was asking myself, you know, what happened? Like, why, why, did, why did I get attacked? And, and especially so strong. And I got the answer pretty much immediately. I don't want to elaborate, but pretty much uh, me and my father, we've been getting closer, you know, throughout the years and things like that. He's been going through a lot recently. And I, I have been used as a vessel to bring him to Christ. I may be, I, I, first off, I will speak life into this. He will get saved. And second of all, I think the enemy knows as to how close I am in order to do just that. And that's why I was attacked for me to, to back off, you know, to create fear in me so that I would no longer try it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like God called me a warrior. You know, uh, he spoke through someone, uh, I want to say one or two years ago. And God said, I named you angel. Your parents did it. You are a warrior. And I will not for a second let the devil scare me into giving up my faith. I mean, are you kidding me? Listen, if the devil showed up, then God is real. You know what I'm saying? And if Jesus, if saying his name woke me up, then Jesus is real. And through Christ, I have power over the devil. He screwed up, if anything, because he made my faith strengthen. It reminded me as to how real the spiritual world is and that there is a devil who circles around waiting for an opening to attack. You know, I, I said in a post not too long ago, I wish that my brain had like a USB drive and I could just give it to you so that you can feel and you could see what I've experienced in my life that has reassured me that Jesus Christ is God. You know, when, when these things happened, I, I give all the praise and glory to God, you know, because Sleep paralysis is such a terrifying thing. Uh, it got numbing after a while, but especially in the beginning, it was really terrifying. And the fact that even as strong and as scary as they may appear in, in during sleep paralysis or in nightmares, God is still so infinitely stronger 
And the fact that his mere name makes demons flee is just amazing. What's so awesome is that God gives us this power through him, you know, to be able to drive demons out, for, for us to have demons under our feet. Don't take my word for it, you know, let's look through scripture. In the Bible, Luke 10, 17, it says, And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. As it says in the scripture, when we have God in our lives, demons are now below our feet. Through God, we are now more powerful than they are because we have the protection of the Lord on our side. We are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. But for us to obtain this, we have to submit ourselves to God and allow him to enter our lives in every aspect, including when we're asleep, on your commute to school, work, or anywhere else in life. You'll never know what the angels around you are protecting you from. I mean, many times, I'm sure you've been late somewhere, you know, and you try to get there early, but some stuff is just happening and it's just not going your way and you're pissed off, you know, and sometimes you come to find out that there was a car accident that you may have been a part of had you been on time, you know, and God saved you from that. There's a solution to all of our problems in life, and that's through Jesus. I just want you to know that. If you're experiencing sleep paralysis, if you're having you know, just trouble in every aspect of life. Forget sleep paralysis for a second. God is here. Jesus is here. God is so infinitely better, so infinitely greater and more powerful than anything that can come your way. And he loves you, all right? There is no power greater than anything you've ever known than Jesus Christ. And he actually wants a friendship, a relationship with you. He wants to be the one that you turn to for everything, and what's great is that he'll always listen. But you got to accept that truth. Will you let go of everything and give it to God? If you want to experience peace and love like never before, then following God is the only way. And it all starts with a prayer from our hearts. It's incredible as to how accessible God can be because we can do this from anywhere in regards to prayer. We can allow him to enter our lives and just change it, transform it, into something brand new. So if you're tired of the life you've been living, if you're tired of you know, uh, committing sin and, and just not being happy with life and feeling that there's a void there and you've been trying to find other areas to try and fill that void, I'm here to let you know that God, Jesus, is the only thing that can fill that void. So I wanna pray for you today. If you're going through sleep paralysis, if you're going through different problems in life, and you're feeling like there's no way out, there's no hope, I'm here to let you know, I, angel, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is the way out. He, is, he, he came here to give us hope, life in abundance, and I'd love for you to pray with me. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then this is uh, the perfect time right now. Um, I'd like you to bow your head if you're listening to this and just repeat after me. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, I want to thank you so much today for everything. I want to thank you for being here first and foremost, for hearing my prayer right now. I thank you for being my provider. I thank you for being accessible wherever I am. I thank you that I can have a conversation with you, whether it be in the car, to work, at work, at home, in my bedroom, wherever it is that you are there, Lord. I want to ask for forgiveness right now, Lord because I have a void in my heart. 
And I've been looking elsewhere. I've been looking for other things to fill that void in my heart. But I now realize that the only thing that can possibly fill that void is you, Lord. Forgive me for not believing that in my heart. Forgive me for not living out that truth daily. Forgive me for looking elsewhere. Forgive me for sinning, Lord. Forgive me for creating that distance between you and I. Because you haven't moved, I did. And Lord, today I want to take a stand. I no longer want to let the enemy have a stronghold in my life. I've opened up the door for spirits to come in and take a foothold in my life through the areas that I have not given to you just yet. But today I want to give everything to you, 100%. Lord, I give you my goals, my dreams, my problems, my anxieties, my worries, everything of me, every piece of my heart I want to give to you, Lord. I grant you access to my heart, Lord. Transform it. Lord, I no longer want to live the life I've lived before. Jesus came to give us life in abundance, Lord, and I want to live that life out daily. God, I thank you for all that you are. I thank you for creating the universe and yet wanting to have an intimate relationship with your creation. I thank you for loving me the way you do. I thank you for not giving up on me. I thank you for believing in the best of me, for always rooting for me. And I apologize for forgetting about the grace and mercy that you have over me, Lord. I pray that I can have a fire lit under me, that I can seek your word on a daily basis so that no area of my life has an opening for the enemy to enter. I thank you, Lord, for everything. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Folks, prayer is such a powerful thing. I just, I ask God, you know, in my mind to, to, to pray uh, the prayer that so many of us need, including myself. You know, we all need more of God daily. You know, so keep praying. That's what I suggest. When you're at work stressed out, before bed, or even seeing a beautiful sky, I mean, God cannot be thanked enough. It's an amazing feeling when we have direct access to Jesus, and that's through prayer. Whenever we have issues in life, or just want to thank Him for all that He's done for us, then we need to pray about it. So folks, don't worry about sleep paralysis anymore, because the same God that saved me, that created the universe and everything around you, is now in your life. But the next step is getting to know our God, because our God has a name, and that is Jesus Christ. So invest in a Bible, attend a local church, so that you can continuously be encouraged to seek God daily. If there's anything I can do to help, of course, please do not hesitate to notify me. You know, my Instagram is officialangeltv, like I said before. Um, you know, you can contact me through SoundCloud, The Message Podcast. You know, these podcasts are to help you get closer to God, but it isn't the only method I use. So feel free to message me, and I will be more than happy, as always, to pray for you and to, to help guide you in any way that I can. So God bless you guys, and remember that there is a God named Jesus who loves you. So until next time, folks, this was The Message with Angel.